Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, there's Matt Tommy, and I'm super excited that you're with me today here on the podcast. You know, I've been an artist now for, gosh, it seems like... <laughs> A long time. It's been over 24 years now. And thankfully, I've been able to move from an artist who really struggled artistically and spiritually and financially into one that's really thriving these days. And I love I love that for myself, but I also love sharing that journey uh, with others. And you may know I have a mentoring program called Created to Thrive uh, Artist Mentoring Program. And through that, I get to answer a lot of questions for artists uh, every day, helping them you know, really move through the process of going from struggling and not understanding who they are into really being all that God's called them to be as a thriving artist. And two of the big questions that I always get both in the mentoring program and also outside just in talking to artists, you know, every day are are number one, how to sell your art and number two, where to sell your art. Because I've learned this and I know this about myself and I know this about a lot of artists most of us, if we just had our druthers, which is a Southern word for just, you know, I would rather. <laughs> if we had our druthers, we would just, we'd rather just stay in the studio and just make what we love and, and uh, hope people would come by and buy it and that sort of thing. But how I many of you know that is not the way it works? You know, there's, you've got to make what you love authentically and do that with excellence. But at the same time, you've also got to be uh, attuned to how the market is responding. That is how do clients respond to what you do and where you have that intersection of what people love about what you do and what you love to do creatively. That's where you have a business. And so I wanted to talk today just briefly about these two questions, both how to sell your art and where to sell your art, because again, they're kind of at the, at the foundation of all artists starting to move from, being a hobbyist and emerging artist into really being a professional and then into being a what I call a thriving artist. So, you know, first of all, it's a huge question. You know, how do, how do you sell art? You know, it's the million dollar question, but it's surprisingly simple. And it and it's simple. The reason it's simple is because it's based on you. You know, there's no right or wrong way to do it. You know, so the bottom line is, how do you like to sell your art? You know, I found over the years that there are basically two ways that, you know, somebody's going to sell their art, either direct to the customer, you know, so either you have a gallery yourself or shows or open studio or um, through your website, you know, online, through social media, that sort of thing, or through a strategic partnership uh, like a, you know, a gallery, an interior designer, an art consultant, uh, a local store, uh, an online art gallery, something like that, or you know, for me, it's kind of a combination of both. I lean more toward the direct to the customer side of things nowadays, but either way, it's really important to understand which strategy uh, or which combination, you know, 60, 40, 70, 30, you know, of one or the other is going to be the most effective for you when you start thinking about how to sell your art. Now, when I first started asking that question, you know, I did what most artists do and I looked to others who I saw being successful and I tried to model them and that's, you know, normal. Everybody does that. Just trying to figure out a place to get started. But 
unfortunately for me, their model didn't really work. <laughs> you know, I had some friends that were potters who were doing an incredible business over, you know, 10, 15, 20 years of selling, but most of their work, um, you know, was being made in the studio and then sold through galleries. And a lot of them were introverts, you know, and they really didn't like interacting with the public. They didn't really like doing direct sales. And so consequently, they had adopted sort of a, a wholesale methodology, which required them to make a whole bunch of production items and sell them at usually a 50% discount and then sell through stores and galleries and, and things like that and never really have any, if, 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 if any, you know, some uh, interaction with that end user. And so for me, you know, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm kind of an extroverted person. And so, you know, that whole thing of, of, of making art and then putting it in a box and sending it to a gallery and never being able to interact with the person that bought it, you know, see their a response to the work, all that sort of thing, that just did not work for me. It was completely unfulfilling. And so you know, when I, when I made all this work and everything, I'm looking for the payoff and I never got the emotional payoff, which for me, and I don't know if it's like this for you as well, but for me, the emotional payoff of the connection with a client was as important as getting paid for it. I love, you know, hearing people come in the studio now and, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I love this. And, da, da, da. and I was missing that, you know, now the other methodology that I saw a lot of artists doing, and again, a lot of people do this, is going through retail art and craft shows. Um, but the downside of that sort of thing that, again, for me, was that I just saw people living on the road. I mean, in the summer times, they're in the mountains, and in the winter, they're all headed to Florida. They're always on the road in hotels and travel trailers and all that. And again, as I'm looking at, at what I wanted for life, because I really believe that when we step into our divine assignment in God's kingdom, we're designed to live a beautiful life. We're not designed to be just, you know, living, you know, paycheck to paycheck. We're not designed to be walking in this starving artist kind of thing. We're not just out there to be chasing money. We're out there to be listening to the voice of the Lord, creating the things that we love, walking in abundance in that and bringing others onto that journey as the Lord opens the door. And so for me, you know, as I've kind of gone from one end of things to the other, um, I really chose to pursue selling my art through a public studio uh, here in Asheville's River Arts District. You know, so I've got my own studio and gallery. So it's like, you know, it's open all the time. You could, if you're in Asheville, come see me. You know, we're here Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 4. Uh, I'm working, creating my work, but then also people are walking in here uh, all the time and talking to me and that sort of thing. And within a mile here, there's, gosh, 23 buildings, old warehouse buildings, 200 artists uh, here in the district. And so it's a mecca, I mean, for artists and for art lovers and, you know, collectors, designers, also lots of wealthy retirees, you know, move here, build beautiful mountain homes, incorporate, you know, local art into their homes. So I love that because for me, and again, I'm talking about this in the context of how do you like to sell art? <laughs> For me, I like the opportunity to get to make and sell and interact out of my studio right here. And the cool thing is I even deliver most of my work. And I, I know a lot of artists do that here in Asheville, again, because you get a really high 
level of interaction with your clients. You build relationships and then they visit and, you know, recommend friends and all that. And so the bottom line, you know, I love doing it that way, but you have to determine for yourself, how do you like to sell? Maybe you are an introvert. Maybe you're like, man, Matt, I just want to stay in the studio and create. Well, that's awesome. Know that about yourself and then create a sales plan that works for you. Uh, But also, I think, base it on the life that you want to live. Be clear about all of those expectations and desires that you have around your art and your life, because otherwise you can very quickly design uh, a life and an art business that doesn't fit who you are. And at the end of the day, you're going to end up frustrated and not living uh, the best you know life that God has for you. Now, the other question, you know, not just how to sell your art, but then where to sell your art is a, is a new, you know, thing that you may be asking as well. And they really go together because how you sell your art ends up determining where you sell your art. See, there's no cookie cutter plan that works for everybody. And so as you consider, you know, where to sell your art, make sure that you're crafting a strategy that fits how you like to create, how you like to sell, how you like to live, time off. Do you like interacting with people? Do you like people interrupting you during your creative process or do you need to be alone? See, I I just really believe at the core of my being that the artist's life is not just about cranking out product, but about really authentically creating work that you love and connecting with others who love what you do and also making a profit. Because listen, if you're not making a profit, then you have a wonderful hobby. (laughs) That's just the bottom line. So, you know, with that being said, I think for people who uh, really want to sell direct to clients, you know, I would say some great places to consider selling your art are retail art and fine craft shows in your region and even nationally. And, you know, check them out. Check out the reviews online. Check out, um, you know, other artists that you know that have been to those sorts of things. I've I've done the American Craft Council shows over the years. Fabulous. And in Baltimore and uh, in Atlanta and other places, you know, San Francisco, great, solid shows, you know. Um, open studios where people can see where and how and what, you know, you're creating. Uh, even if you don't do it all the time, just having the opportunity to have your studio open and invite people in is a huge, huge opportunity to build connection. Obviously, you know, through your website and social media, through friends and family recommendations, those are always huge. And personal recommendations from clients. I mean, I can't, you know, state this enough, but make sure that you're asking your clients for referrals, that that you let them know that that's a big part of how you get business. And one of the things I found over the years, when people really get excited about your work, they do want to refer other people to your work. And so they'll even do things like home parties or, or trunk shows. You know, I end up doing a lot of garden clubs and uh, country club, private organization kind of things where uh, a client will invite me into their circle of influence in order for me to be um, sort of their guest of honor. Uh, they get to show you off a little bit. That's that's special uh, from their perspective, but you're getting to build relationship with their circle of influence. And then also strategic partnerships. I mean, it's just invaluable to have designers and builders and architects and other professionals uh, in your region and in your area who know you, you're top of mind, and they uh, are comfortable in referring uh, to you. 
Now, if you're an artist who wants to sell wholesale, you know, you're not into as much, you know, working direct uh, with clients, then definitely check out some of the national and international art and fine craft wholesale shows. You know, these are these wholesale shows are designed specifically for galleries and stores to come, primarily stores, to come and check out what you have. Now, obviously, you got to price it right, and you've got to make sure your margin will support, um, you know, a wholesale uh, sales price, you know, because usually you're selling uh, for 40 to 50% off your retail prices when you're selling wholesale. But those can be wonderful. I know people right now, jewelers and uh, painters, I even know basket people, they make their whole living uh, off never talking to a customer but they work primarily uh, wholesale, you know, through stores all over the country. And all they do is stay home or stay in their studio and make the work that they love. Also, you know, museum shows and expositions, um, those can be wonderful opportunities to, again, get your work out there without you having to be the one that represents yourself. There's also local and regional, you know, gallery shows. Again, applying for those sort of things, not being scared <laughs> to do that, but again, allowing those galleries uh, that will to represent you uh, well and get your name out there. And then again, the same sort of thing. Strategic partnerships are wonderful for folks that don't really want to sell direct, that, that want to sell in a wholesale way. And then also guilds and marketing co-ops. Like, you know, here in Atlanta, we have the Southern Highland Craft Guild, which is the second oldest fine craft guild in the country. They've got five retail outlets. So once you become a member, you know, you can sell through all their stores. Um, we have other co-ops here in Asheville and, and I, I know around the country of artists that get together and market their work together, uh, either through a retail store, an online outlet, um, shows, things like that. We even did the Lord gave me an idea several years ago. I did something called the WNC, Western North Carolina. WNC Design Guide, and I picked 23 other artists who all worked in the luxury mountain home market, and we created a book, and we did a show, and several shows, and marketed ourselves together as sort of a one-stop shop for people who wanted to buy uh, work, you know, for their luxury mountain home. So that sort of thing, again, working with others who you can sort of link arms with is a huge, huge way uh, to, to get your work out there without you having to do everything. Listen, I hope this has been really encouraging to you because these two questions of how to sell your art and where to sell your art are really, really huge. And they're foundational, again, for any artist that wants to go in the marketplace. We talk about these things and a whole lot more in my Created to Thrive Artist Mentoring Program every day. You can always check that out uh, on my website. And uh, if you have a question or anything like that, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. I'm always glad to answer any questions you have and, and help you take the next step uh, toward thriving in all that God's designed you to be. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.